0: In 1932, Pope Pius XI chose the village of Donglu as the site for the shrine of Our Lady of China. Since that time, tens of thousands of Chinese Catholics have made an annual pilgrimage, especially for the Feast of Mary, help of Christians. That's the most important Marian feast in China. And they make this pilgrimage in spite of the fact that for the past five decades, it's been illegal it's illegal in china to be a roman catholic it's a crime attending a mass catholic prayer service or even saying a prayer over a dying family member are all considered illegal and subversive activities by the communist regime and they punish such crimes by fines house arrest jail, labor camp, and sometimes even death. In fact, the communists are so concerned about the pilgrimage to Donglu that in April May of 1996, they moved in 5,000 troops supported by armor and helicopters and destroyed and leveled that shrine. They arrested the bishop and auxiliary bishop and all the priests of the diocese that they could round up. The bishop, Suzu Min, has suffered for about 26 to 28 years in prison so far. He was beaten so savagely in prison that he suffered extensive loss of hearing. And as of today, it's unclear whether he's dead or alive. An 82-year-old priest, Father Yi Gong Feng, was tortured to unconsciousness. A seminarian, Wang Qing, was tortured for three days, suspended by his wrists, beaten, force-fed with liquids that caused severe injury and illness. Father Hugh Doe's legs were broken during his beatings. Currently, every one of the approximately 45 bishops of the underground Roman Catholic Church is either in jail, under house arrest, under strict surveillance, or in hiding. And right now, as we're safely celebrating the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass, these abuses are going on. The Chinese faithful are suffering terribly in this ongoing persecution of the Church. Now, some of us might know people that have been to China. We might even know people that have been to churches in Beijing or Shanghai. The churches look Catholic. The vestments, the prayers, and even the hymns are the same as we might see elsewhere. But these aren't Roman Catholic churches. These are all creations of the Chinese Communist rulers. They're all part of an imitation church known as the Patriotic Association there are two churches in China the Patriotic Association it's a project of the Chinese Communist Party they have about 4 million members the Roman Catholic Church referred to as the Underground Church which has grown from about 3 million members when the Communists seized power in 1949 to somewhere around 10 million members today In 1957, the Chinese communists created their own church called the Patriotic Association, specifically in order to supplant the Roman Catholic Church and to control the priests and the people so as to do their bidding so they'd follow the dictates of the communist leadership rather than the commands of our Holy Father, the Pope. They got a few Judas priests to be validly but illicitly consecrated as bishops. That's bad enough, but it doesn't end there. Because it's a creature of the Communist regime, the Patriotic Association supports the dictates of the party. For example, the Patriotic Association openly professes its independence from the Pope. Worse yet, the Patriotic bishops have called on Catholics to support the Communist regime's mandatory abortion policy for families with more than one child. And even worse... There's at least one American religious order that supports the Patriotic Association. This order sponsors patriotic seminarians. Now remember, we're talking about seminarians that belong to a false communist church. We're talking about an organization specifically designed to destroy the Catholic Church. We're talking about seminarians who belong to a pro-abortion fake church. This American religious order gives scholarships and arranges for patriotic seminarians to come over here and study at certain American seminaries. That order is Mary Knoll. Don't give them a penny. Not a penny. Right now there are about 50 patriotic association seminarians and priests studying in seminaries throughout the United States. And to top it off, a number of these patriotic association priests have been given full faculties. That means they're permitted to administer the sacraments in a number of Catholic dioceses in these United States. This is a concrete example of the errors of Russia spreading throughout the world. Concrete example of what Our Lady of Fatima warned us. So we've got an American religious order providing scholarships for communist stooges to study in our seminaries. Let's compare that with the situation for the underground seminarians. Most of the 1,000-plus underground seminarians live individually with Catholic families, studying quietly and meeting with priests when one happens by. When we were in seminary, we learned about one of the underground seminaries in China. It's in a barn. The seminarians go there, and they don't leave that barn until they finish their studies. Now think about that. Why don't they? So they won't be discovered. Underground priests wander by and stay for a while, teaching and administering the sacraments. These men study for the priesthood, knowing full well that in the eyes of the communist regime they're engaging in criminal activities, they're knowing full well that barring some miracle, they'll spend a good portion, perhaps all of their lives, in labor camps. Okay, a lot more could be said. We get some idea of the persecution that's happening to loyal Catholics in China. So what can we do about it? I'll just mention five things this morning. The first is to pray. We need to pray for the people in the underground church and for the conversion of the Patriotic Association members. We of all people have been given this beautiful liturgy and the freedom to come to Mass daily if we so choose, the freedom to teach our children the faith and to belong to the one true church, we'd be guilty of some kind of horrible ingratitude if we couldn't find it in our hearts to offer up a spiritual alms for our brothers and sisters in Christ who are suffering under communism. Second, this one at most will take five minutes and cost you a postage stamp at most. E-mail it right to the Cardinal Kung Foundation on this little flyer Address on the back, email address, all that stuff. Ask to become a prayer sponsor. They'll send you a little card with the name of someone in the underground church or maybe in the Patriotic Association that you've committed to pray for. A brief biography and a little prayer you can say. Everyone here that's old enough to pray can do this. What this means is that in addition to praying generically for all the people suffering in the church, a prayer sponsor has adopted a specific person and prays from daily by name. Parents, this would be a good thing to get all the kids signed up for and it's somebody they can remember in the family rosary. Every day you can be praying for one of these people. I've been doing it for years. They'll send you a name and you can commit to it. You can be holding that person up in prayer in your holy rosary every day. There's no reason why each one of us can't do that. And it'll reap eternal benefits for the people we're praying for and for each one of us and for our community. Third. We can support the underground priests by sending them mass requests. Send them to the Cardinal Kung Foundation. Somehow, I don't know how, they funnel it into China. These confessors of the faith live off their mass stipends. They request at least $6 stipend per mass. If you send them 10 that gives them enough money to live for four days. Because of the delicate situation, mass dates can't be fixed. Now, one of the priests in the fraternity is friends with one of the underground priests. Our priest is from Malaysia, an Islamic country. And this guy, this friend of his, when he comes to Malaysia to work in the Islamic country there, in a place where a lot of what he's doing is completely, you know, illegal as well, it's like a vacation. He's in his 30s. He's already spent. He's like 34 or something. He's already spent, I think, five years in prison for the crime of being a priest. He thinks it's great when he gets to go to Malaysia because it's a break for a little while to get him charged up so he can go back before he gets rounded up and thrown back into a labor camp. Okay, so we support him. Ten dollars, four days. Fifth, we need to really make a serious effort about boycotting goods made in China whenever it's humanly possible. Because not only do we not want to be guilty of cooperating with the sin of defrauding the worker of his wages, we ought to carefully consider how much of the cheap price of Chinese goods is a result of the slave labor of prisoners who are locked up for crimes like administering the sacraments or refusing to deny that the Pope is the vicar of Christ on earth. Yes, the boycott is inconvenient. A huge number of the things available over here seem to be made over there. Why are they sold over here? Because we'll buy them. We'd boycott these things in an instant if it was our family locked up producing them by slave labor. Wouldn't we? Well, it is our family. So we need to make the effort whenever possible not to buy this stuff. So the five things we can do, we can pray for the persecuted church in China. Number two, we can pray specifically for a specific person by name. Number three, we can have masses read for our intentions by priests in the underground church. Four, we can defray a seminarian's expense. Five, we can boycott Chinese goods. By doing these things, we'll be laying up treasure in heaven, where neither the rust nor the moth doth consume, where thieves do not break in or steal. Now remember the shrine in Dong Lu that was occupied and destroyed by the People's Liberation Army in nineteen ninety-six. Why was this so hated by the communists? What made them so fearful that they used 5,000 troops, armored vehicles, and helicopters to destroy a tiny shrine and seize a statue of Our Lady? Why were they so fearful? Maybe it was because of the events of the previous year. Although the pilgrimage was unauthorized, and during May of 1995, the roads into Donglu were blocked by the communists, and the only Chinese even permitted to use official transportation to Donglu and neighboring towns were those that were officially known to be non-Catholics. Nevertheless, in that month of May, Our Lady's Month, over a hundred thousand pilgrims, risking fines and imprisonment, arrived at Donglu to pray to the Blessed Mother, to keep 24 hour vigil before her statue, to beseech her as help of Christians, and to beg her for a miraculous victory over the evil one. And so it was that on May 23rd, 1995, on the vigil of the Feast of Mary, help of Christians, on the vigil of the most important feast day of Mary in China, so it was that a huge crowd of about 30,000 pilgrims was gathered in an open field near Dong Lu. They're in an open field because the underground church has to celebrate Mass out in the open. They have no church in Dong Lu. 30,000 pilgrims gathered for an illegal religious activity in honor of Our Lady. And during the opening prayer of the Mass... Which was being celebrated by four underground bishops and about 110 priests, these 30,000 people witnessed a remarkable series of events. Before I describe them to you, you should know that this has been approved by the local bishop. What you're about to hear has been approved. This is an approved apparition, and I just have, this will be a running paraphrase of the initial description. The sun suddenly lost its overpowering brightness, and everyone could look at it with ease. Then it spun to the right and then to the left. The center of the sun was covered by a white host and the circumference was surrounded by multiple colors. Rays of various colors emanated from the sun. The sun itself changed colors over time. First yellow, then red, then blue, then to other colors. Then a cross was visible in the middle of the sun. Then the Holy Family Then the Blessed Virgin Mary. And then the Blessed Sacrament were visible. At times, the sun would approach the crowd and then retreat. The faithful were crying out, Holy Mother, have pity on us, your children. And Holy Mother, please forgive me my sins and other expressions. The whole congregation was so transfixed by the phenomenon that when they witnessed the changed colors of the sun, they spontaneously shouted and applauded with joy. Yellow red, blue. This lasted about 20 minutes and was followed by a sudden white ray and the sky returned to normal. In his signed statement about this phenomenon, the underground bishop, Bishop Suzu Min, Bishop of baoding Hebei, China, whose jurisdiction includes Donglu, expressed his belief that Our Lady had made three points in this great manifestation. First, She had manifested her great power to strengthen the faith of the pilgrims because so many of them had to overcome such immense obstacles to be at her shrine of Dong Lu. Second, she had reaffirmed that the church who is loyal to the Pope is the true Catholic Church supported by God. And third, she had asked us to repent and to return to God. She came to strengthen faith, to witness that the true church is in union with the Pope, and to ask for repentance and return to God. A message that each one of us can also take to heart. And now we know why the People's Liberation Army moved in and destroyed the shrine. Hell knows its enemies. Hell hasn't forgotten the underground church. And we can see by the miracle that heaven hasn't forgotten the underground church either. Will we?